0: My other least favorite thing, I'm a huge, I hate, um, hate's a strong word. I strongly dislike, uh, spray sunscreens, um, because it's the same thing as hate. It's, it's yeah, yeah, it's the same thing as hate. <laughs> My problems with spray sunscreen, if I put it on myself, I feel like it's really easy to miss spots. But the thing that I really hate about it is everyone else spraying it, and it gets on me when I'm outside somewhere. Like I'm at the pool and people are, or the beach and people are spraying it, and I'm like, "There's just your sunscreen is just landing on my eyes." Like, <laughs> and you're not supposed to spray
1: it in your face, right? You're supposed to not use it on your face. Yeah, or can
0: you? you're. I don't think you're supposed to use it on your face. Oh, the other thing I learned was that I got into a habit because I hated putting sunscreen on my feet at the beach because they would get all sandy after you got wet and you had to reapply. So I would get the spray sunscreen so that I didn't have to like put lotion on and get like covered in sand. And, um, what happened was that the spray sunscreen, terrible place, the spray sunscreen would stick to my toenail polish and then the sand would stick to it and it would ruin my nail polish and I'd have to take it off. And so I was like, okay, well I'm just never going to use spray sunscreen again. But yeah, everyone at the pool fucking reapplies and it's just like floating in the air around me. And I'm like, I can taste it. It's like in my face. (laughs) If you're gonna spray it, spray it close to your skin and away from people, not like right next to them.
1: It's like I'm doing a podcast with Larry David. No, right? I curb your enthusiasm over here. This lady's <laughs> fucking complaining about everything.
0: I missed my calling to do a podcast where I just complain about things.
1: Well, this is it, basically. Whatever it takes, that rage
0: will get you through. So, welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel.
1: And I'm just dealing with all this sudden rage over here. <laughs>
0: old Palpat. that's normally sud- me i feel like more so than you dealing with oh, sudden god. rage but i got sudden rage every which
1: way i go i see people on the street i just walk up to them i'm yelling tell me what you know right in their <laughs> face just grabbing <laughs> them by their shoulders How does that
0: work out for you in new york city the shit out
1: of them <laughs> oh my god it hasn't been perfect but you know every once in a while people are a little bit like oh my god this guy's crazy mm-hmm. so they just kind of run away from me that's good but, yeah it's been crazy all this sudden rage so much sudden rage. I was like, at some point, where is this? Is, uh, finally, Adam calls it PTSD. Yeah, which I was like, whoa, sudden rage. Why are we saying <laughs> that? Like,
0: the is the diagnosis? Hard. Sudden rage, well known. Clearly, thank God for Adam, who's the only person with any sense. Yeah, it's like obviously, has PTSD. I'm also annoyed that his mom didn't force him into therapy for that. But this like, mom.
1: Also, this mom does not give a fuck about Adam. So no. we'll get to it, yeah. I guess. Maybe we should wait. Should yeah. we, we wait? We can wait
0: because we have to talk about other things first.
1: This mom, Mrs. fucking Torres. This mom, I got to tell you. Well, jump
0: through hoops for Drew. Let's move to but Boston. But he's like, oh, are
1: you worried about your mm-hmm. brother? Who cares about him? What a what a <laughs> piece of shit. Like, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> she does not care about her son, Adam. I mean, she probably mm-hmm. does. Cause I guess technically mm-hmm. they did move schools the first time. Cause Adam was being bullied. So maybe she thinks this is kind of a, like a tit for tat sort of thing. Yeah. where Yeah. Help one. You help the other. I don't really know, but Mrs. Torres, not my favorite character as we've discussed in the past and probably discuss again in the
0: future. Mm-hmm. I would imagine.
1: Oh my God. How you doing, Rach? What's happening? What's the word? Give it to me.
0: I'm doing, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. It's, started august that means your favorite season's coming up
1: yeah fall
0: mm-hmm. summer
1: part two that's what it's called <laughs> second summer i love second summer yeah from september through to november good old second summer
0: yeah um it's yeah it's been pretty nice outside it's like tomato season it's uh it hasn't been uh, as disgustingly hot as it was a, a few days ago. So that feels yeah. all right. It's that thing where, you know, after you've been through the really horrible heat, then anything the dog feels days. Yeah. Anything feels pleasant afterwards. The dog days, uh, days are gone.
1: Florence and the Machine, right? Mm hmm. Big fan?
0: Not really, actually. And you're the um, my friend who works for The New York Times writes a playlist, uh, newsletter and uh, she did an August playlist today and that was one of the songs Run on man.
1: fast for your mothers and fast for your fathers. Run for your children, for your sisters and brothers. <laughs> That's the only Florence <laughs> and the Machine song I know. Is that correct? Is there any other ones? Big ones? Because No other big famous.
0: Big person. ones. That's definitely the big guest I would say. I saw her Do perform you? once at Glastonbury and she climbed up a speaker tower. She's
1: an impressive uh, performer mm-hmm. for sure.
0: Florence, I don't, Nightingale. I don't, I don't, Florence
1: Nightingale on the machine.
0: I don't particularly like care that much about her music, but she was. It was a very good performance. It was really entertaining. Did you say it was dazzling? Was it a dazzling? Ooh, performance? Maybe. I think that she, she was play? wearing like a essentially like a sequined leotard cape situation, oh. um, and Have it was in any? like a big top tent um, area. That's like where that stage was. It was when she was very oh. unknown.
1: Oh, so did they even sing The Dog Days Are Over?
0: It was 2009 or 10. Maybe. I don't know when that song came out. She definitely had a single at that point because I had heard it.
1: They had an album come out in 2023.
0: Wow. It's not about the dog days, though, I'm sure.
1: Oh, yeah. There are some songs that are not. I don't care. Why are we talking about Florence and the Machine right now?
0: Because we (laughs) talked about...
1: I don't even know. Oh, the dog days of summer. The dog days. Speaking of the dog days of summer, the last episode we recorded, I had some things to say about the Beach Boys. Oh, yeah, yeah, you did. I don't know if you remember. I I do, I do. Mm -hmm. About the Beach Boys, maybe ruffled some feathers. Actually, I don't think anybody gave a fuck. Um, But this is funny. This is just a funny story. So we had finished recording that episode, and deep in my heart, I was like, I was was too hard on the Beach Boys. Just because Mike Love is like a right-wing fucking piece of shit now I was being too hard on the Beach Boys I knew it it was for fun I wanted to sing the Ron DeSantis song the whole thing and then I also remembered as I was listening to the episode back I came up with lyrics for the Kokomo Ron DeSantis but I already forgot them
0: so, yeah yeah
1: you're so good for you on that congratulations yes. <laughs> you'll be happy to not have to hear it
0: one um, one of the broomheads did point out that we it should have been Kokomo to go with last week's episode
1: oh yeah because of Anya doing all mm-hmm, the cocaine.
0: Mm-hmm. So I knew
1: I was I was kind of like taking a piss. I wasn't really, I don't really hate the Beach Boys. But mm-hmm. I mean, she's real fine, in my 409 and Take the T-Bird away, and those kind of songs are pretty fucking dumb. I will stand by that. But that very night we concluded recording our podcast. And I went and watched an episode of The Bear. I finished it, but I was still in the midst of the second season of The Bear, which is a great show. Mm-hmm. And the, sh- the episode began to the, to the strains of Help Me Rhonda by the Beach Boys. And immediately it started, and I went, fuck, this is a good song. And I was like, God damn, that's a good one. And I was like, yep, I have to go and do a little mea culpa because the Beach Boys are pretty good. At least Help Me Rhonda's very good. Yeah. I mean and also like I can hear the broomheads yelling, Pat, why is Help Me Rhonda any less stupid than fun, fun, fun till the daddy takes it? That's t- kind of how I feel. I was about to say that. I don't know. And I can't I don't know. I don't have a good answer. It just to me it's just less stupid. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you. I I I stand clear I understand clearly that they're both stupid songs with stupid lyrics. Help me around Get her out of my ba dum da dum dum That shit's great.
0: I'm sure that they were really great when they came out because it's like probably nothing else really sounded like that. But uh, <laughs> now no, nothing sounds like them now either. It's just that we already know them.
1: They were busy hanging around with fucking Charles Manson. That's why. Mm. Having dates with Charlie Manson, their new buddy. Dennis Wilson and all the fuck I love I do like Brian Wilson though I'm not a, I'm not I just that Mike love with that stupid hat and his fucking mouth and I his don't know which Trumpiness. one he is he's the singer oh, okay he's the lead singer like when they tore now I mean everybody hates him I think that like he's almost been like uh, this oh, he is, does have
0: a stupid hat yeah I recognize always, him I just didn't know that was his name okay he, he dances like this
1: I feel like
0: just not snaps. good dancing I think it's
1: just like forward snaps like I feel like that's what he does
0: oh he I didn't know that Brian Dennis and Carl Wilson were Mike Love's cousins so there's Mike only Love. one non-family member in the Beach Boys
1: but I also think that now Mike Love like just isn't with them and just does the Beach Boys
0: Interesting. Interesting. because
1: everybody hates him so much he's such a fucking piece mm-hmm. of shit
0: mm-hmm.
1: help me Rhonda help help me not a lot of people name Rhonda these days
0: no. And I don't think Rhonda I'm okay Rebsky. with not bringing that back.
1: Not up to you though. <laughs> it's not up to you. The gods may smile on the name Rhonda.
0: Mm-hmm. What's wrong with Rhonda? I mean, there's I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just think it's, you know,
1: hmm. a little old-fashioned.
0: It just doesn't like roll off the tongue. Mm. I mean, it kind of does roll off the tongue, so that's really not the right phrase at all.
1: <laughs> Ronda. Rhonda, it's like if you meet a Rhonda, it's like the same as like if you meet a Donna, you're gonna, you're about to have a fun time.
0: I've never met a Rhonda or a Rhoda in my life. I've met a Rhoda, certainly not.
1: Donnas are the a Donna is a guaranteed good time.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah.
1: Think of the Donnas you know. Are they nine zero two one zero? Well, not that. No.
0: <laughs> I don't, She's I don't good. know if I personally know any Donna's. Oh, I do. And Actually, no, I know one about. Donna and she had a restaurant named Donna's in Baltimore for a long time. There
1: you go. That's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Of course she did. Of course she had a restaurant and a drink in her hand all the time. Mm-hmm. That's Donna. Mm-hmm. That's Donna. Donna was always going to the concerts. Mm-hmm. Donna has a leather jacket. Not like a cool, necessarily even a cool one, but, but like a has cool, one. cool enough yeah. one. Donna Donna's are good people
0: you think if my parents had named me Donna I would have been cooler
1: definitely I think it's part at least 10% cooler automatically Mm -hmm. Donna and Donna lives Donna's had Donna's seen some shit do you know a
0: lot of Donna's I don't really know
1: I have one one very uh important Donna in my life Mm -hmm. and that's the one that I who and she's one of the best people I know yeah but Donna, you know, Donna's from the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Donna, doesn't, yeah. Donna doesn't fuck around, but at the same time, no one's fucking with her because she's just Donna.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love it. But of course, we're not here to talk about
0: Donna. No.
1: The Donnas, the group, the Donnas. Oh, the
0: Donnas, no. Who, for
1: my money, have the mo- one of the most interesting chapters in all of the sellout
0: mm-hmm. book. That was a fun read.
1: We're not here to talk about... The Beach Boys, again, we're not here to talk about Mike Love or his baseball. I mean, speaking as someone who wears a hat all the time, fuck you, Mike Love. You make us look bad and you're snap dancing, which I can't even confirm if he does. He just looks like a guy who's like on a cruise ship, like (laughs) fucking snap dancing with his like he's an old man. Obviously bald, so he has a hat. Mm -hmm. Snap dancing with like a shirt with three buttons unbuttoned at Mm -hmm. the top. And it's like, dog, you're 80. (laughs) But we're not here to talk about any of that stuff. Mm -mm. We're here to talk about Degrassi. You know it. You love it. I do. That's why you're here. Uh, More specifically, we're here to talk about Degrassi episodes 1112 and 1113, which are the 242nd and the 243rd. Episodes of Degrassi, but because of all the two-parters, uh, I think this is the 176th, but I could be wrong. Name I feel like episode... you said 176 last week. But <laughs> let me check my notes. Let me look at my notes and make sure. Um, let me see what the notes from last week say, because that's a whole nother notebook. I got a new oh, notebook, yeah. guys. I'm into a new notebook. I got to put the Hall of Fame in the new <gasps> notebook.
0: Yes, you do. We don't want to lose that. I don't want to lose the Hall of Fame.
1: Well, I have 175 written. Okay. So if I said 176, okay. I was misspe- misspeaking, but I did write it I could 15. be wrong. I could be wrong. 176th episode of Degrassi, The Next Generation. The name of the episode is Should Have <laughs> Said No. I don't even want to get into it. It's a Taylor Swift song. Rage, what's your favorite Taylor Swift song? <laughs>
0: I am not as. I'm not even.
1: What? Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I am not a Swifty. Uh We know. That's I that's I'm just I'm just stating the obvious. So uh like um I don't I have heard a lot of Taylor Swift's music, but I'm not I don't particularly like choose to listen M- to it often. Good music. Hmm?
1: Good music. What? You said I don't particularly like, and I said good music.
0: <laughs> it just for me, it's very poppy, a lot of it, and I don't know.
1: You got to pick a song.
0: Oh yeah, but um, I was going to say that uh, you threw me off by starting off like coming in hot, and I didn't know why. <laughs> well, I knew this was.
1: I knew. We, I knew this was how this was going to go. I knew it. I you mean, don't I can me smell from and a mile just, away I can't
0: even good. think about what I'm going to say. I think she's very talented. I just don't listen to her music, and so. But uh, the only album that I listened to, like, I would say more than like a handful of times is probably 1989. Um, and I do like style. I think that's a great song.
1: When you drive and you drive over the bridge, like the George Washington Bridge, and you're on the Jersey side and you come in and it says, welcome to New York, you don't sing that song to yourself. You don't go, welcome to New York. Uh, uh, it's here waiting for you. You don't do that.
0: No, I don't. Mm.
1: No. Sometimes the GPS says it and it goes, Welcome to New York. And then I go,
0: It's here waiting for you.
1: <laughs> then I fucking honk. You ever be in the GW Bridge, the George Washington Bridge? It's a piece of shit. Uh,
0: I, I try to avoid it whenever I can. I, I do not like that bridge. Um,
1: I can't believe we haven't talked about Taylor Swift yet, but then again, I'm like, we probably have talked about it 14,000 times. of
0: other Well, it's films. also because like Taylor Swift wasn't <clears throat> popular until around this time period. So like, well, you this know, is,
1: this is a song from her first album.
0: Yeah. So, you know, obviously it's like we had to wait until we got to a year where she would be. I mean, we've had Kanye how many times now, <laughs> but fine.
1: That is true. We've had Kanye, like we had Kanye, like back to back, or mm-hmm. or. And it's like once. there's other
0: song titles out there. You could pick someone else. Um,
1: I love Taylor Swift, the artist of the decade. I think that the only one who's close is Beyonce, and I think the and I don't mean by artist of the decade. I don't mean the best artist of the decade. But I mean the the most popular. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the artist of the decade, like if you're good. Well,
0: I mean, s- if Taylor Swift's era's tour is like any <laughs> says
1: anything. Well, the Beyonce tour is huge as well. I think Beyonce mm-hmm. is also arguably the artist of the decade. Mm-hmm. And I think the only reason I give the edge to Taylor Swift is because the output is so much more. Yeah, I looked yeah. It, I looked it up and she's in, done a
0: lot in a short period of time too. over the last mm-hmm. 10 years. It was,
1: I believe, seven albums. Plus the three re-recorded albums, Mm -hmm. which that's work. That's not just like Mm -hmm. nothing. She's re-recording those songs. She's putting five to seven more songs on those albums. So that's really like an album a year. Mm -hmm. And Beyonce only has three. Four if you count the live action Lion King soundtrack, which I don't. (laughs) But I also love Beyonce. Not to say anything about Beyonce. All Too Well, Style, Sparks Fly, Lover, Delicate. Tis the Damn Season, The Lucky Ones, Marjorie. Any of these would be possible to pick since your a favorite Taylor Swift song if you were so inclined to do so. But I got to go. I have to say, pick a song, go to Folklore, hit Shuffle, whatever the first song is, that could be the pick. This Is <laughs> Me Trying, My Tears Ricochet, Invisible String, Exile, Cardigan, The One, any of those songs are great choices.
0: But if you had to choose only one... What would you actually I guess, choose? I, I guess this is me
1: trying. I don't know. It's one of those things like it's impossible. Like it's we talk about this a lot of times. Like sometimes you got to pick a whole What if you album.
0: only have enough money at the jukebox to play one song? What song do you play? Oh, but you know what? That's funny. I'd play like Love Story or something like Goofy, because
1: mm-hmm. it would or like um, We're Never Getting Back Together mm-hmm. or Twenty Two or fucking uh, Bad Blood. Like I'd play a fun, but those aren't. Those ones aren't in my heart as much as I I wouldn't. Yeah,
0: I will say, you know how my dad does his uh, parody songs about pesticides and PFAS um, for his environmental groups. Uh, He did Shake It Off today, but I only heard today. Yeah. Earlier today. But I only heard like a part of it because I was in a meeting at the same time. (laughs) So it's like, wait, I can't hear what he's saying. (laughs)
1: shake it off that's a great song too yeah. like if i'm at the jukebox i'm playing something that everyone's gonna dance and sing along to i think all
0: too well especially taylor's version the 10 minute taylor's version yeah. that was, i think that's uh, that was really great to watch her perform on snl i will say like i, yeah. I found that very entertaining to watch and listen that's to
1: that's a hell of an achievement um you know there are a lot of valid criticisms for mm-hmm. the, for Taylor Swift. And so I don't, I'm not one of those people who think you cannot criticize her. And let me tell you something. There are a lot of people who think that way mm-hmm. and the internet, they will, they will attack. If mm-hmm. you say anything remotely criticizing mm-hmm. of this person, which is weird. Yeah. All that stand culture on anybody is so weird and it could easily leave well, a bad taste in someone's
0: it's, mouth. It's, it's funny. I was thinking about that today because the, um, the lawsuit against Lizzo came out and I was thinking about like people put people on such pedestals instead of just letting them be fucking human. And it's like, like Taylor's just a person.
1: Like, you know, she's not
0: like, she's a person just like any of the rest of us. And I mean, I think that she, like people find her really relatable and that's probably part of her appeal. And to
1: be fair, that's very cultivated. That's yeah. very, that's part of the
0: plan. Yeah. You
1: know, she wants to, she, she courted that Yeah, market. And then in some ways, and I do think she is relatable. I think that she is kind of like. Yeah.
0: The thing I like about her is that she's my height. And so I'm like, I appreciate she's tall, she's tall, tall ladies. She's a tall drink
1: of water. She's a tall drink of water.
0: <laughs> Other tall ladies I, I always, I always have respect for no matter, like, I mean, as long as they're not committing genocide, I... <laughs> respect for them (laughs) i just think the songs are there especially for me they're they're good pop songs i just don't but it's not what i want to listen to
1: the folklore and uh evermore the one evermore i those are not pop songs no those are like and that's those are those are my favorites yeah those are like Mm -hmm. the ones i go to Mm -hmm. like if i'm gonna put a record on i'm putting folklore on Mm -hmm top to bottom. Mm-hmm. And that's the stuff that like I love. I also love reputation which people don't like but it's mm-hmm. great. I like the pop stuff too. I'm mm-hmm. not shitting on the pop stuff. I'm just saying what I go for is I definitely don't stuff. like the
0: country stuff. I'm going to just put that out there. That's not for that's me. That's fine.
1: I like that stuff, too. Mm-hmm. I like it
0: all. I think I, like I listened it. to Folklore and Evermore like once or twice when they came out because everyone made such a big deal out of it. But it just didn't hook me. Like I, I thought that I was like, maybe I'll get grasped like everyone else seems to. But nope, it didn't really. That's fine. Do it for yeah, me. You don't have to. But it it's, it's have one of these funny things, though, where it's like it's not like I think that she's like. Bad. I just don't care. And it's oh, funny, no, like listening to she's... friends of mine who like so desperately had been trying to, like, some people got tickets and people who couldn't get tickets and trying to like relate to that, where I'm just like, I don't, I, don't, I just don't care.
1: I love her. Mm-hmm. I didn't even attempt. I wasn't, like, going to that concert. Like, if somebody called me day of and was like, oh, guess what? I have an extra. I'd have been, like, super excited to go. But, like, it's not, like, how I, like, spent a lot of money to go see The Cure. Yeah. Yeah. But I do love her. I think she's great. I think she's mostly a force for good. Um,
0: Yeah, I'm I'm considering spending over $100 to go see Transatlanticism, but I'm not going to spend thousands of dollars. I don't... I wouldn't even spend thousands of dollars. I mean, I... I spent like 125 to see Blurb, and I obviously went to go see them, but I made it a whole thing, and I got to see all my friends. It wasn't like I just went for that.
1: I don't even think $125 is crazy. No. I think that's perfect. That's like what a ticket costs. Yeah. like yeah. That's that's face at this point. Yeah, that's it was like face $25. value. That was like a... Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think she's great. I'm happy she exists. Mm-hmm. It's a very funny thing because like, at some point, she she's kind of an incredible artist in that the output is so frequent Mm -hmm. and yet she still hasn't like I guess reputation was kind of considered a stumble but there hasn't been much of like Mm -hmm. she's been around now so long Mm -hmm. like we talked about this how long how long were the Beatles around like eight eight years? years yeah yeah she's been around longer than the Beatles yeah so like at some point those acts sort of like become legacy acts and just kind of do the old shit and just kind of mm-hmm. tour and just like make a life off of that. Mm-hmm. But she's still young, first of all, and probably going to do, she's like Bob Dylan. She's just going to fucking do this mm-hmm. and keep doing it. But even Bob Dylan had like the Christian years where mm-hmm. like he was weird and people didn't like him. And then yeah. like, and then he came back in the nineties and had those great records that were like the bookend at like the mm-hmm. end of the career. But like, I feel like she's cultivating that kind of a career, Mm -hmm. which is doesn't happen, especially in these days. No, nobody buys music.
0: No, definitely. It's funny. um, I so when uh, the week after Blur's album came out, they were number one on the charts in the UK with it. And then I was like, I wonder if they even made the Billboard Top 200. So I went to look at it for the first time. They had to. I well, I mean, if they were, they were above 150. But there was at least like six Taylor Swift albums in the top wow. 50, and I'm they just like, that's no one buys music anymore. It's like a huge. That's part why of I it. would have
1: assumed <laughs> that if you sell 5,000 copies, you're, you're in the 200. It.
0: But yeah, but people are buying all the Taylor's versions of all the albums still.
1: Yeah, she's very she's she 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 nailed the model. You mm-hmm. know, whatever. It, I mean, she probably created it for, for all yeah. we know. I don't know, but like figuring out how to be a successful musician nowadays is like very difficult Mm -hmm. and like, and like, she's also, the other thing about her is like, she's very savvy. It's like, I'm going on tour. Mm -hmm. I'm going to bring Phoebe Bridgers with me because Phoebe Bridgers is fucking cool. And she, and then they like, she knows how to,
0: yeah, she knows how to do, to look Cool and be cool.
1: I've got Haim mm-hmm. on these songs. Mm-hmm. This one song, and Haim's going to come out and play the song with me. And they're cool. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Desner and the whole deal. Although Aaron Desner seems to be like a musical soulmate in a way, because that stuff that Aaron oh, Dessner from Desner, the yeah. National, mm-hmm. he seems to be like her musical soulmate. I think that they sort of have come. And see, it's also like she's now getting older. She's settled. I don't want to talk about Taylor Swift. 50,000 hours but she's like settled now into this like she's in her 30s and she's doing this like kind of serious I don't know I just think she's figured it out she's figured it out like if you recall if you think about when she was like doing Red or 1989 and those records were really big but think about like the people who were like her contemporaries like where is Katy Perry
0: yeah where is she
1: She's on of The Voice. Yeah. She like hosts one of those shows. Yeah. Kelly Clarkson. Not that she's gone, but she hosts a TV show. Like they're yeah. not,
0: They none of them had the It's staying power. It's also interesting because I think post-streaming music is just so different than it was like when we were younger that there's, it's good and bad because I feel like there's a lot more people get some traction, but there's still only like a few mega musician stars. Like it's very, there's like dozen, not as many, maybe? it's not quite spread out as much because it's not like, oh, if you get a record deal, then you're going to like be on the radio and you'll matter. get like a certain amount. It's like, it's just so different now where you either have to be like huge or you're just a struggling musician who maybe like, has like some traction.
1: If you think of like the dozen, if you're picking like who are the tw- the 12 to 15, like biggest acts contemporary acts right now there are so that is so hard to do that i actually think boy genius ends
0: up on that list
1: because i think they're at the back of that list somewhere Mm -hmm. in the 12 13 range but that's a small band and it's also like,
0: like who do you count as part of that list because are we excluding people who are continuing to make music but like got popular like two decades ago
1: well, it depends on are they a legacy act? Like, is there are yeah. they touring on new stuff that people care about? Yeah. like Taylor mm-hmm. or Beyonce? Mm-hmm. Or are they like the cure?
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Who had a big
1: tour because but I, th- I don't count them.
0: Yeah. Like LCD Sound System was at a festival that Boy Genius was at and definitely played over them. But like, sure, sure, you know, sure. Does that count? But I think way? I
1: would I, I would say almost. Cause you can't do it by like, by like billboard anymore. Cause it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. I think more like zeitgeist, like what's who are like young people talking about. And it's the ones that, you know, it's Taylor, it's Beyonce. It's, I mean, I, we had this talk, but I, it's Ed Sheeran. It's, um, it's fucking Drake. Yeah. It's, uh, Like Pusha T, Kanye, I think, are still in that conversation. Kendrick is certainly in that conversation. Lizzo, Cardi B. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: But it's also like, I don't know. I feel like there's little Uzi Vert. It's also like the same people that like for the last 10 years, like every so often someone breaks into that, but it's like Travis
1: Scott, Travis Scott was, was big is a big one. And that I feel like is more recent. Yeah.
0: I just feel like there's like less turnover on those two. Like it's the same people managed to stay in the top spots.
1: There was a minute for chance, the rapper, but then chance the rapper put out like two fucking
0: bad, weird Christian albums. Mm. And, like,
1: then he fell off and now he is on the voice or, or one of those shows. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's funny. It's an in, it's a very different model from when we were young and coming up because there was like a thousand popular, like, mm-hmm, not a thousand, mm-hmm. but there was like at any given moment between 50 and 100, mm-hmm. like very popular, even if they weren't your thing mm-hmm. or my thing. Yeah. There were at least because 50 to 100
0: and acts. Pretty much all of them had record deals. And mm-hmm. then they got played on the radio and people listened to the radio because that's how you heard music and you had to buy right. things. You couldn't just like... I don't know. Like, this is why I don't necessarily listen to new music because I don't have to. I can just listen to the same fucking things on Spotify that I already like. And it'll keep serving me things that are old. Like, it won't serve me new music because it's like, you like this stuff. We're just going to play more of this for you. The interesting
1: thing, too, would be like how many uh, Gen Z or even young millennials had never heard of the national before folklore Mm -hmm. and then and then like listen to the national. That Mm -hmm. would be an interesting litmus test probably not that many no and i
0: kind of wonder though if people even think about aaron desner being in the national or if they're just like oh her producer
1: i think there's a group of people now who don't who think of her mainly as him mainly as as her mm -hmm. like partner her, Mm -hmm. her musician music partner but i think that yeah probably it's yeah. it's interesting. It, this is a com- we we should do a different
0: podcast we should, have two podcasts. <laughs> we should be doing a different podcast,
1: sorry, broomheads, if this is like fucking, just skip forward we can, I, I can trim it if we need to. <laughs> it's a fun conversation to have though, because mm-hmm. I and this is like I don't get to talk about this stuff a lot, yeah,
0: yeah, i and I find it really interesting, um, having really cared about music a lot, and then just kind of watching how the whole industry has evolved so much.
1: I stay up on new music. I'm not like Mm -hmm. a savant about it. I don't like, I'm not, you know, I'm not the best about Mm -hmm. it, but I'm not like super deep underground, but I stay pretty my ear to the ground pretty much. But the thing that ends up happening is because of the way the marketplace is, it chews up and spits out these bands so fast now that like, you you're they're not going to have that it's going to be like two three four albums then they go this isn't worth it
0: yeah yeah it's like this no one makes career. that much money off of it i can't anymore. maintain a
1: career like Mm-mm. this although
0: like a lot of bands i love to
1: or, or have have figured it out you know sell merch you mm-hmm. tour you tour small arenas you don't come to new york there's a lot of band. Yeah. Fucking bad bad religion mm-hmm. is touring is touring it's tickets go on sale Friday. This is an old band, Broomheads, mm-hmm. not a new one. They are not. They're playing in New York, but they're playing in like upstate. Oh, they're not, they're yeah. not coming the to city. the city. because yeah. why? Yeah, they're not going to make. They're not going to make anything. They're they'll break. They'll sell out the venue, Irving Plaza mm-hmm. or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah, but. It's too much. The rent's too high. The rent's too damn high. It is too damn high. A a very famous man once said, the rent is too damn high.
0: If I hear any music, it's in like one of two venues these days. When I was a kid, it was either on the alt rock station that I used to listen to or it was on MTV. And it was either, you know, mainstream MTV, like your TRLs. Because even though I didn't like any of the pop stuff, I, I still wanted to pay attention to like what was going on with it. So I knew like all of the boy bands and... All the pop stars and, like, anything that, you know, all the hip-hop stuff. Anything that wasn't in, that was mainstream but wasn't in, like, the all-rock stuff. But now it's, like, I listen to college radio. So if I hear who the artist is, if I happen to catch them say who it is, then I'm like, okay, that's someone new. Um, Or uh, at the gym. Mm. Like, someone plays a song in a class at the gym. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's like, but I literally don't hear pop songs or grocery store. I don't know. Like there's,
1: you're not going to hear any, you have to look, you have to look for for it. You have to look for it. There's no way. I mean, you have to that's what that's, that's that's part of it. Like Mm -hmm. is staying up on it is like caring enough to stay up on it, which is hard. It's very hard to do because you know, we've
0: got a lot of shit going on. It's funny. End of this month, I'm going to see local natives. So I haven't seen in a long time, but like I, it's funny in my mind, I'm like, Oh, they're a newer band. But I was like, I started listening to them in 2010. And I saw them play in a tiny park for like 30 people in London, (laughs) like...
1: (laughs) <laughs> this is how not new they are when you said yeah. i'm going to see local natives i was in my brain stunned they were still doing stuff
0: yeah i am too and i honestly don't even know if i want to go that much <laughs> it'll be nice it'll be ticket. fun go see go see no don't the sell last time ticket. i saw go them it was things. like okay but that was like five or six years ago go
1: to a concert come on yeah. put on your jean jacket and fucking <laughs> live it up my it's friend it's gonna be too Do hot it. for a
0: jean jacket
1: there are so many times when I buy tickets to shows because I go to a lot of shows. I do mm-hmm. see a lot of music. I fucking, it is a big part of my life. Mm-hmm. And so, and then the day comes around and I'm like, ah, fuck. I got to get on a train. It's hard when you get
0: older and you get tired. I'm going to have to take
1: an Uber home. It's going to be like $45. I'm probably going to this by myself because I'm the only person in their 40s who's still doing this shit.
0: You're not. You're not. I know a lot of people who are still doing this shit, too. I just I thought I was going to work in that industry. So I kind of have like a weird relationship to it. And so I don't like going as much as I used to when I was younger.
1: Well, that's the difference. See, so then I like hem and haw, and I'm like, I'm not gonna go, and I end up always going because mm-hmm. I p- paid the money for the. Day. Except there's a recent one I did, I just didn't go to. Um, and I always have a great. I'm always happy I went. I mm-hmm. always come back, and I'm always like, you know what? I feel good. It makes for me. I, you obviously have a different relationship mm-hmm. with seeing live music. For me, usually more nine out of ten times, I come out feeling very like. Oh, fuck, like I f- it makes me feel alive and yeah. good and a little young maybe, Yeah. sometimes too young to be there. In a <laughs> <laughs> what one did you My, skip recently? I skipped a hop-along show mm. and it ended up being fine because it was like they only did like nine songs. Oh, wow. Because it was like I knew it was like a smaller sort of like getting back into it, like shaking the dust mm. off the post-pandemic thing. There was nothing to promote. They were oh, just kind of okay. like doing a couple of shows and it was like late and I was like I just don't think I can do this and I didn't mm-hmm. but I would never have skipped this Charlie Bliss show I went to because that's my my like favorite new my favorite band of the last five years mm-hmm. and I love them so much and I was like I went to it by myself Charlie Bliss is like skews pretty young mm-hmm. and I got there and it was like at one of those places in Brooklyn where like I couldn't even find it. (laughs) I was literally like standing in front of it and I was like like, where is this? And I got inside and it was like a a, literally like a human's loft. It was like a person has a loft. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't. It was a venue because I'll tell you this. One of the cool things is it was right next to like the train Mm -hmm. because the train was on the elevated. And so you'd see the train like going by the big window. So it was soundproofed enough. But it was very cool. Felt very New York. And I felt old. I was there. I was like, oh, God, do I look like a fucking creep? Like, I'm looking mm-hmm. at my phone and by myself. And then it happened, and I watched it, and I left, and I was like, I felt so good. I hadn't felt that good in months. Mm-hmm. So sometimes.
0: Yeah. Not even at the Cure show?
1: Well, that was before the Cure show.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: No, the Cure was the best. I would never. <laughs> I mean, that I'll go to an arena show easy, no question. That's yeah. easy. I can sit. Yeah, yeah. It's these young people shows where you got to stand the whole time, which yeah. is most shows I go to not eight out of 10 these days. All right. We've been talking about fucking, this for fucking ever. Jesus Christ. I was like, we're going to talk about Taylor Swift for five minutes. That's what I, that was my intention. You came in
0: hot. We were not going to talk yeah. about like, Taylor Swift t- for five I minutes. I did come
1: in. I did come in too hot. I came in too hot. Cause I thought you were going to be like, you know, and be like mean about it, but I was wrong. No, I, I, don't, I don't, I, I don't,
0: I don't, think any, I don't think anything bad of her. I kind of wonder, I'm like, am I missing out on something? Because I just said, it, it's not, does not click with me. The thing
1: also so maybe is, it's the
0: optimism thing. Maybe I'm like I just really don't care about
1: pop music that much. I just don't, I find her to be a lot less poppy than you do. I think there's certain, I think like reputation was super poppy. I just don't, I
0: think there's always a
1: guitar. I mean, there's, I don't know. I just yeah. feel like I don't think of her versus
0: to be song. fair to be fair I I hate admitting to this because he's such a bad person but I started listening to 1989 because of the Ryan Adams cover of it
1: dude I love I used to love Ryan
0: Adams yeah I, and I I like his versions of those songs better still <laughs> like, the absolute it's more my
1: style that's the problem the gall though of this guy is like still touring now and like
0: playing oh King's god Theater.
1: I'm like oh my
0: god I can't believe that
1: you know that yeah, in my heart like, goes out to Mandy Moore. In two thousand through like two thousand and five or six, that was my dude. Mm-hmm. From Heartbreaker through like when he released those three albums at once, Cold Roses, Jacksonville City Nights, and Twenty Nine. Yeah. So like from I never
0: Heartbreaker to that. I never was that into him. It's just that someone I saw someone do a cover of style in the same style as ryan adams
1: style is a great song
0: yeah and it was really good and then i went and listened to it and then i was like oh and then i listened in the taylor swift version and i was like okay
1: <laughs> style was the song that fucking nicole kidman and, and keith urban were taking that video of when they caught phoebe bridgers and bo burnham making out did you hear about that no Keith Urban posted a TikTok at the backstage at the Taylor show mm-hmm. with Nicole Kidman, and it was it was like a selfie, and they were singing along uh-huh. Style, like just having a good old time. And in the back, it had been rumored that Phoebe and Bo Burnham were an item, but mm-hmm. it was not confirmed. Mm-hmm. And they're in the background, and they're fully making out. <laughs> and like Keith Urban apologized <laughs> I really like Keith I have no idea about anything about Keith Urban's music <laughs> like I know nothing he just seems like a nice guy like he just, like, oh man sorry, yikes <laughs> anyway all right. this was fun, great conversation oh, what I did want to say but one more okay. thing before we move on I think a big thing is also the surprise midnight drop mm, mm-hmm, that's what mm-hmm. gets people talking that's what Beyonce did. That's what Taylor does with these albums. Yeah. That's what and Fiona well, I think Apple that's did the way that on people... the last Fiona album. And no one, no one had talked about Fiona Apple as much in the last decade than no. they did when she put Vegetable Cutters out at midnight. No, even though she's she's the best uh, artist of her generation, and I can't fucking wait to talk about her in a couple of weeks.
0: Oh, we get a Fiona Apple episode soon. Yeah. Nice. Yes, indeed, I can't wait. But that's
1: that's that's another thing. But you already have to reach a level of fame for mm-hmm. that to even fucking matter. Yeah. Yeah. So you already have to get there. But then once you start like the surprise drop or the like two days before and doing what's going to be a new album, mm-hmm. that's pretty great. I remember like listening to Folklore at midnight mm-hmm. and Fetch the bowl Cutters. I remember and like being on Twitter. I'm sorry, X uh, <laughs> oh, at the time and like. <laughs> do it like reading everything and like it felt like a communal thing
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and that was really nice because I think that's what you miss now that radio is not a thing because radio felt communal because you were someone was talking to you yeah yeah someone was talking to you in the middle of it and sometimes people would call up or whatever and it just felt like you weren't alone
0: yeah I feel like there's I, I was trying to think about this because I was like other than these examples that you have I was like the Blur album, like they just dropped a single and said, "Like, hey, we have a new album coming out on this date." And it's like, did people like? How did people tell you about these things in the old days? <laughs> like, I don't remember. Like, did well, they pretty much something they, or like,
1: they signed record deals? Yeah, and, and and there was so much press. Yeah. So like, if the record deals, for the most part, like especially like anything that was in the mainstream, like mm-hmm. if Blur signs. With a major label Mm -hmm. you if you're any kind of like person who's up on it you find out how many albums the deal is for and how long it's going to go so you know that when they're done with this one they're going in to make another one and then they start they announced a release date and started like building to it because people bought it. So the Mm -hmm. anticipation was to build. Yeah. So not to man. I mean, you know, this shit, Mm -hmm. but like, it was like building that anticipation and putting a single out beforehand. So Mm -hmm. that by the time the record came out, you wanted to buy it. Yeah. But because nobody buys them anymore, that shit doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. A surprise drop in like 1996 would have meant nothing. It would have been bad. Yeah. Because No one would know. You didn't have the whole press cycle for it. Yeah, exactly. You don't have. So that's why, like, they needed you needed to be like, I can't fucking wait till Mm -hmm. September 16th when the fucking Stone Temple Pilots album comes out. (laughs) Because I know it's coming. (laughs) So (laughs) excited. Anyway, hell of a conversation. I wish that could be the whole podcast, but we have a whole two parter to talk about. I know. It's all about our good friends, Drew, and then it's about our good friends, Ellie and Dave and who else is it about? That's it. Is there only two stories, A and a B.
0: Oh, it's, no, it's about Jake and Claire. Oh, right. I forgot about
1: that. Is that the A story? <laughs>
0: That's the A story. Do you want me to Are read my blurb? Are you serious? Blur? Oh, yeah. Please hit me with your best <laughs> like, When did you watch this? I watched this like 12 hours ago. <laughs>
1: I watched it at around earlier, three o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. Oh fuck, Rach, we gotta say it. Sinead O'Connor, that's it.
0: Oh, it's okay, yeah.
1: A fucking dude, a, a one of the greatest of all time. We recorded the episode before a couple happened, of days yeah. before she passed away. It's a tragedy. She was right about everything. Her songs are great. Her soul was great. I love her. We love her. It's so she funny. Opened. I had
0: listened to the you're wrong about episode on her. Not that long ago, like maybe a month ago. And my mom was um, with me listening to it too. And we were, she was like, she had missed, she missed a lot of pop culture things when she had kids. Like she just stopped paying attention to stuff. So she had missed the SNL thing entirely. My dad's like, no, I watched it live. Like
1: Me too. I so remember
0: it. I, I was too young. I didn't, I wouldn't have seen it. Um, But yeah, it was like she didn't realize like all of that stuff with her. And so we were just kind of like fascinated by it. So it was just kind of jarring um, that that happened so quickly after listening to that.
1: I watched that documentary and I talked about it on the show. So we talked. Everybody knows how we feel. Sinead O'Connor was a fucking one of the greats, one of the fucking most true Goddamn artists, and I always say like the, the one of you, one you, of the
0: things that I'm going to say this really quickly. One thing that annoyed me, I was listening to um, the radio, and I think I was listening. I don't remember if I was listening to Lithium. I think it was Lithium. Um, and someone was one of the DJs was talking about her death, and they're like, "Oh, she lived such a tragic life." And I was like, "I don't think that's how she felt about it. I think that she was proud of herself for what she did, and she didn't want to be a pop star." And so I was kind of annoyed that this DJ was saying that about her because I'm like, you're ascribing like this sadness to her life that like I don't think was like how she felt about it.
1: She has a quote where they asked her about the Pope. Thing. And, yeah. and you're like how that there was like that derailed your career, like ruined your career. And she goes, it didn't ruin my career. Mm-hmm. She goes, it, it, it was, it was great for my career. It was what I wanted to do. She's like, you know who had fucked over the record company guy who didn't get to buy the house yeah. that he was going to get to buy. She was like me. I was fine. I think to give that DJ the benefit of the doubt, and I don't Mm -hmm. know. I think a lot. It's her son had committed suicide,
0: and that's but that's yeah, and that's That's very recent. No, that's not her whole life, and but it's like the way she was saying it was like her career, and I was like, I don't think that it's like she wasn't interested. You know, that wasn't what she was looking for. What I always say about her is,
1: you know, someone doesn't give a fuck about that shit when they follow up. I do not want what I have not got the album of that year, the biggest album of that year, the biggest fucking selling record of the year. She follows that album up with a uh, album of like standards. Yeah. She yeah. put her next album where her covering like standards, which is tremendous. And it's just like, she, she didn't care. She, that yeah. wasn't what she was in the game for. She was a true artist. And so was Paul Rubens. My God, where yeah. just a lot of tragedy. Also one of the greats Peewee's big adventure.
0: Yeah,
1: Life is sad.
0: It is. We're all going to die one day. Yeah.
1: yeah. But for all intents, for all accounts, seems like Paul Rubens is a pretty great guy. He'd send people videos on their birthday.
0: That's nice. What a nice guy. He kind of, well, I, as a kid, I was a little afraid of Pee Wee Herman. Because but... <laughs> you knew he jerked off in that movie theater? No. Oh. Just, he was, he, he. you know, he just scared me a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I don't Herb? know. I guess it was like because he was just like this kooky character. And I think it just kind of like creeped me out a little. I love
1: that Pee Wee is. He talked funny. Kind of an asshole. Like that's kind of yeah. the, things I, the thing I love most about Pee Wee is that if you ever watched this, the Christmas special, have you ever seen the Christmas special? Mm-mm. He's so mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he learns a lesson at the end. Obviously, uh-huh. that's the point of it. But he's so mean to Ned Futicello and Frankie
0: Avalon. Oh, you see, man. It's very funny. <laughs> what Just stars? Yells at them. Um,
1: he was very funny and what a genius. And he made comedy for kids and weirdos and
0: yeah. weirdo kids. And before. unfortunately, between the time we record this and release this, somebody else is going to die. <laughs>
1: Uh, hopefully it's Rhonda Santos
0: Anyway, <laughs> Rhonda Santos
1: Rhonda Santos Yeah, of course you
0: know. Help me, Ronda. Help, help me, Rhonda.
1: That would be a very funny Weekend Update character, Rhonda Santos <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> the whole old gimmick is like, don't tell them, them they'll Ronda take the Santas. idea
0: if they ever get to go back to <laughs> writing a show.
1: They call me on the phone and they're like, Do you know slavery didn't help black people? And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm my, it's me, Rhonda Santas. I'm just a cool I'm, I'm i might as well be a Donna I'm so cool.
0: Oh my god.
1: Rhonda <laughs> Santos. That's
0: <laughs> Rhonda? That never that never has clicked with me before until no, you said never. it now. Rhonda Santas.
1: <laughs> Here with us tonight is a civilian. <laughs> Who's been harassed by a, by the public, ladies and gentlemen, Rhonda it says that would be such a funny visual joke too, because you'd think that they're saying Rhonda Santos, and then
0: she wheels in and it says Rhonda Santos. I'm like, someone else must've made this joke before. I just have not heard it. If
1: someone has it, they're gonna, cause we did.
0: We're, we're great. It's going to be on double thread in like two weeks. We're not
1: saying double threat steals from
0: us. We're just saying, obviously, <laughs> we're all crazy, thinking the same things at the same time. That would be time. a
1: crazy thing to say. They are a wildly popular podcast. They have no idea what we're doing. It's just every now and then there is a very funny thing. Recently, they were talking about the U two album that was on your phone. <laughs> I love them. God bless double threat. Anyway, okay, hit me, me with your best blurb, Rich. We got to fucking do this in a half hour. We have to. <laughs>
0: In should have said no, Claire's afraid to get back into a relationship in case every single one ever doesn't work out. Dave and Allie somehow decide being in a relationship together is a very good idea, and Drew shouldn't have said no to therapy.
1: Hilarious that I was going with Drew as the A story in my brain.
0: I feel like there was so little about that one. Krav Maga. (laughs) Krav Maga. I was like, I wrote down dot, 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 fight club question mark before I knew no, what was, was happening. Like, MMA. Baby. Well, yeah. I like, thought Fight
1: Club, too, at the minute.
0: The, the, beginning. the beginning. And then I was like, oh, Krav Maga slash UFC sports thing. In quotes.
1: I'm doing all the moves. Rachel can see it.
0: Ah. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're talking about Claire. Claire.
1: Yeah. Claire and Jake. What do you think? <sighs>
0: I'm not that into Jake. I don't know if it's his like long sleeve shirt under the polo shirt with a vest on top, or if it's his like contractor know-how or his just general smarminess. but he doesn't Mm -hmm. really do it for me. 16 year old boy doesn't do it for me.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He's not, he's not, uh, fluffing my pillows right now either, if I'm being honest, but, um, There's something about how I feel like he's the per and Allie says, this "This is the perfect rebound. And I was thinking that, and then she said it Mm. and I was like, it feels like he is exactly what she needs after. Yeah. Also I got to say, Eli, you got to slow your roll with this play. (laughs) Give it a, give it a rest, dude.
0: I want to hear more about the play because we heard that he was writing that like the play about her. And now I want to see the actual play. So Jake is like essentially just like hanging out at Claire's house all the time. And his dad's a contractor, so he's like can fix sinks and stuff, and he's just like in the kitchen without a shirt on. And Claire like a lot
1: of problem with her sinks. Mrs. Graham's Beach,
0: I will say. She's sinks are Sinks left, right, and center just Mm -hmm. falling apart. I Claire and Jake haven't we haven't seen them since they kissed. Really? I don't think. Not together. So, like, I think there's this tension of, like, she doesn't particularly, she's like, I don't know what to do about this, but I like him, but I also like, feel weird about this. Um, And Allie's like, just, he's
1: hot. You think he's hot, right? You mm -hmm. just kiss him. Just, like, make out with him and stuff.
0: So she does.
1: So she does. She just kisses him. She makes out with him and stuff. And stuff. stuff
0: Yeah, no. She doesn't have sex with him. She's, She's not that, you know... That much of a heathen.
1: She's a Christian woman,
0: (laughs) unlike her mother. Her mom was also just like not around. Her mom
1: is feeling her oats because she's been she's since now divorced from Mr. Mm -hmm. Grimes Beach. Mm -hmm.
0: Alan Grimes Beach. What was his name? Alan's
1: fine. It's not Alan, but (laughs) McGovern (laughs) Grimes Beach. Alan. Alan is a funny name.
0: That's what my name was supposed to be if I was a boy.
1: Oh, that's why we've talked about this before. Alan, Alan Ichniowski.
0: I'm not a fan. Oh, that's terrible, right?
1: Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot.
0: Should have been Elaine. Well, <laughs> yeah,
1: like the French.
0: Yes, yeah. Not like, <laughs> not like Elaine Bennett.
1: Elaine,
0: <laughs> And that's why I was a girl.
1: 'Cause, cause whoever, I would have had to
0: change my name. Alan. Whoever oh. was making the, the, the decisions was like oh, I'm God, sorry we can't if have, there's we any can't have another Alan. Alan listeners, but every I've only met a few Alan's in my life and they were all terrible.
1: <laughs> Which one's Alan Thick, of course you know him.
0: Oh, I know him personally. Yeah. It was a couple there was a couple guys in college named Alan.
1: Mm. I have a friend whose last name is Alan, A A A L L E N Doesn't Count. No, he's great. We really want to talk about these episodes, don't we?
0: It's very evident. How, how <laughs> I, found, I found these two episodes to be kind of boring. I The Jake I Claire do. stuff I found not super interesting. So what ends up happening is that then Claire has to write the article about Eli's play. And Katie ropes her in to ask her things about Jake. And she's like, "Oh, Katie likes Jake." And so then she tries to say, like, "Oh, I think that he, you know, might be seeing someone." And Katie says, "Well, why did he ask me to go to the movie? Movie the night. Movie night. You know, if he's seeing someone." And so then this Claire's "Movie like night is thrown. a big deal." Oh my god! It's like the biggest thing ever happened, and we've never yeah. heard of it before. They were talking about showing Greece. They did not show Greece, <laughs> unless Greece is full of zombies.
1: Dave goes, oh, it was all girls movie night. And I was like, fuck you, Dave. I would like grease. I mean, I don't like You know, it, Dave like- co
0: hosts the man show. Of course, he's going to say that. Mono a mano. He has to be super masculine. <sighs> We're going to have an episode about flatulence.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Throw the fart in his face. Smell <laughs> my fart.
0: So, then Claire's like, I, oh, well, I'm gonna give, like, Jake the cold shoulder. And so then he kind of explains that, like, you know, after his parents' divorce, he is not really sure what to do about relationships. So we just keep things casual.
1: Fuck off. You 14 year old using that line that like trying to like, Oh man, you know, it's just like, I saw my parents divorce and I just don't want to be in that kind of a drag. Fuck you. (laughs) You're a child. You know who who
0: announced their divorce today? Justin Trudeau and his wife. And you know what? Divorce spares no one.
1: (laughs) You're not allowed to bring baggage to your relationships when you're 15.
0: Like, well Claire brought a here. hell of a lot
1: I guess you're right I guess that is true she is bringing baggage that kind of baggage you're allowed to bring but like existential baggage I'm not okay <laughs> with at 15 you're just living it life be
0: physical literal baggage Also, no, no existential are, baggage
1: yes t- totally because uh, also you're objectively hot at like the, mm-hmm. he is like a desired commodity mm-hmm. in the school Katie's into him, Claire's into him, Allie's like not into him, but acknowledging that he's an attractive. I'm not saying he's
0: he, he out of a lot of the people looks like a boy to me. Like he yeah, looks like he totally.
1: He's like Justin Bieber. Like he, there's a Justin Bieber thing. Mm-hmm. Was Justin
0: Bieber a thing yet when this happened? Yes. Yeah. They didn't they play baby, baby in like the last baby, episode? Baby, oh. He would have been he's not
1: even in the top fifteen anymore.
0: Wow. Yeah, no. That's but if true. he, yeah. if but he, he put been.
1: something out, if he put something out, he'd be right back.
0: Yeah. yeah. I would say. Yeah. So he, he, but I think what Jake actually says, cause I wrote it down was I gave up relationships. You <laughs>
1: fuck off, dude. <laughs> fuck off. This is gaslighting. I'm yeah. calling it. This is gaslighting. You're just trying to this have your cake and eat it too. Shit. You are using your parents' divorce. Because you don't really care. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe you care. I bet you he cares. Probably he cares. I shouldn't Mm -hmm. say that. Divorce is sad.
0: Yeah, and it's got to be hard when, I mean, my parents did not get divorced, but I'm sure it's really hard to see that and kind of lose faith in, like, the stability of a relationship.
1: I guess. But are you thinking that much about, like... That part of it, like how this affects my really. I maybe it's, you know what? Maybe he's a real. I think finger.
0: that there's so much focus on like the fairy tale, like happy ending of like people right. coming together, but not the what happens after that I think that something like a divorce can really shake you because I guess, I guess you're right. I guess yeah. you're right.
1: I guess the problem is we don't know that much about this guy yet. So, so far this is like his whole personality. Whereas like if this was Eli, I'd mm-hmm. buy it. Cause mm-hmm. I know that Eli is kind of a sensitive character. Yeah. This guy's like walking around in the fucking,
0: fucking contractor without like. his
1: shirts shirt on. I'm like, this guy ain't serious. Mm-hmm.
0: Don't give me that. This guy's serious. I like that he drives his dad's contractor truck to school. (laughs) Martin contracting.
1: Martin, this guy's this guy's given me the. I'm not into this guy.
0: No, I'm not either. So
1: he keeps telling her he wants to keep it casual.
0: Yeah. So Claire has a dream about him and she falls out of bed. (laughs) She hits her head. She hits thing. her head. And her mom is just getting home and it's four in the morning. Four a.m. Shit closes in Canada at way earlier can't be than later that. Than two. A- way earlier than that. So, so you know dreamed. she's been she's been doing things she should not be doing.
1: So I did want to point out that they use casual so much in this episode, the word casual, to I just wanted to point out that casual was this week's concept.
0: <laughs> concept the There's big c word that
1: they throw around they doing. do
0: that in the dave alley thing and with casey and marisol also and it's like i don't know
1: dude, marisol is here for it oh my god marisol dude marisol is ready yeah she's waiting in the wings baby hmm so uh, Mrs. Grimes' beach comes home at four in the morning, and I literally wrote down. I was like, "Aren't aren't these people? Isn't is she like a devout Christian?" <laughs> and I thought it was one of those things again where Degrassi was just going to like f- forget all of that, but they didn't. Mm-mm. Claire makes a point when she complains about it to him to say, "We were raised with these Christian values, and now my mom's just jumping into bed with the first person she dates." And what's his name? Jake. Jake. Jake is I think very good he's like listen your mom has to be happy if it makes her happy it's not hurting anybody you gotta go with it
0: well when she talks to her mom she's like no I'm okay with it like you have needs it's biological
1: and like I the mom doesn't skip a beat like if I was Mm -hmm. the mom I would be like oh god no come on don't talk like that but she's like thanks Claire (laughs) (laughs) If I was Claire, I would be like, but yeah. the whole Christian thing—that's out the mm-hmm. window now, right? We're mm-hmm. boning, we're zoning it up. Mm-hmm. So there's a big reveal. Oh, first, Claire. Oh, uh, we'll we'll talk about that. So Claire then comes home.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, after.
1: So, th- so you go. You they
0: go. decide to keep things casual between the Ca- two of them. Cool. Cash, cash. How do you spell cash?
1: C A Z H
0: cash cash yeah that makes sense okay um cash. so cool, she, boy. he's gonna lie to Katie about the movie night and come over to Claire's because her mom's not there and so she gets all dressed up and she's lighting all the candles in the house like this is some fan of the opera shit like I don't know why. So
1: many she really is lighting they're t- taking very candle. great pains to show her light <laughs>
0: will you light my candle oh god <laughs> and it's so beautiful. then she stumbles across the divorce paperwork and she finds out that like her parents are getting divorced because her dad's infidelity did you listen to
1: the, when Myra our dear friend Myra clipped the thing from Andy Cohen and put it on the Facebook page
0: no I haven't listened to it yet
1: Myra clips that thing and puts it on the Facebook page. And it's Adina Menzel telling the story. And then Andy Cohen says to Tina Menzel, So like, what's your favorite song from Rent? And she's like, My favorite one to sing, or my or like my favorite one. And then Myra cuts it off. Oh, so it's a like, Myra. I texted her. I go, Myra, what is Adina Menzel's favorite song from Rent? Do you know which one it was? It's the finale. The big oh, finale song. Okay. No day like today. Because um oh, na, 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 that one. Yeah. Because yeah. Maureen doesn't really sing in that song, I mm-hmm. guess. That's like somebody else's song. Anyway, sorry. Will you light my candle? That was a big rent <laughs> uh <laughs> rent moment. Um, I was so I was like, Myra, you can't cut it. I, I was dying to know what's her f- and then I also want to hear the explanation.
0: Oh my god. Sorry about that.
1: Sorry about that. I'm just tangent city, tangent city population deep today.
0: It's because I said I was tired. I know, I know,
1: (laughs) I know, I know.
0: Hey, I'm contributing. I'm also, yeah, just much involved. Um, so her dad had an affair at least one, maybe multiple.
1: But we got to talk about how her mom just leaves the divorce papers just lying out on a fucking table for all to see. Jake could see see it. I mean, what is going on here? Maybe uh, the only uh, excuse I can take is that she's so lovesick these
0: days Mm -hmm. that
1: she's just absent minded.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But even that to me is like a that's me grasping at straws you're not leaving the if you are purposely trying to keep the fact that your husband had an affair from your, your daughter, daughter you're you not putting a out. piece of paper that says literally on the she didn't have to turn pages to find it it's Mm-mm. the front top page it's like reason for divorce infidelity <laughs> anyway so, yeah, yeah so she's and real I shook. kind
0: of I don't know what I would do in that situation, like how much I would share with my like teenage daughter about it. I mean, but I also think it's like I don't know what her relationship is with her dad now either. He seemed like a dick, to be honest. Yeah. Well, he seemed like the hard ass, but maybe the mom was. Who knows? So I, suddenly Claire feels like like, her world has, like, broken apart a little bit because she didn't know why her parents were getting divorced, but now she has this reason and it's like, oh, my God, because, like, people are just awful to each other.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much.
0: Which happens.
1: It does. So, um, Jake comes over, right? hmm And she- oh, so, so, Jake, you can kind of already tell that This is as casual as they want to keep it. I think on both sides, it's getting a little more serious because she's basically like before all of this happens, Mm -hmm. you know, like why don't you, Oh, he, he says he's going to tell Katie that like his aunt is sick or something so Mm -hmm. that they can hang out. So already Mm -hmm. like he's not keeping it too cash, Mm -hmm. but then he comes over and she's mad about the, the infidelity thing. And she's just like, I can't do casual. So you're Mm going to have to go call Katie or whatever. so he does and then she goes to the movie night with Allie her dear friend Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and what happens after that then so she goes she
0: goes to movie night with Allie and Allie's like you can't get attached here let me hook you up with this new guy Liam
1: right 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 fuck i forgot about liam
0: yeah and he's like so i hear you're a fan of british new wave
1: music he's big music
0: mm-hmm. guy.
1: oh man
0: that and, and so and she's who- like and she he just sees jake with katie and jake's like looking over at her and she just can't be focused whatsoever and so she like pulls liam out to the hallway oh, Liam's <laughs> like oh yeah who comes to a movie night to watch a movie anyway this is great stuff
1: And then she full on tries to make out with Liam now. And I'm Mm -hmm. loving this Claire. I'm Mm -hmm. like, Claire, do your shit. And Liam is like, yo, what's going on here? Mm -hmm. Obviously you're not into me. You're into this other guy. And he says, this was going to be my intro. Mm -hmm. I was going to say this instead of the Oh, This is a good line. (laughs) He says, um, you look at him. Like I look at rock documentaries. (laughs)
0: Again, I cannot. I wrote that. This one guy, I love.
1: Mm-hmm. I love how they're like this guy. He's got one thing. He likes music.
0: Yeah, and that's, <laughs> that's all we it. know about him. <laughs> Literally, that's all we know. And he's you know, got, he like, likes music. He's got like a blazer, music. and he's got headphones.
1: headphones. He's got the headphones, so he loves rock documentaries. And I was like, wait, like, like the Rock documentaries about <laughs> the Rock, like wrestling? Oh wait, no. Do you mean like stones, like rocks? No, he's watching the Velvet Underground. Rolling Stones. Todd Jones. Haynes' Velvet Underground. Uh, so then our friend Jake comes out and Liam tells her him that she's frisky.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which I was like, fuck this. I hate Liam. Go watch a rock doc, you <laughs> fucking loser. Go watch a fucking Steely Dan documentary, you goon. And then she te- comes clean and she tells him about what happened, and then you saw about the infidelity and all this, yeah, so
0: they decided go like, back to her house,
1: but he's a good soundboard because they're going through the same thing, so they go back to her house now this is the big reveal mm-hmm at what point did you did you suss this out or did you not suss it out
0: i it's funny i I think I kind of I did, but I like forgot about it, if that makes sense, because there was a previous episode when we got introduced to Jake, you could tell there was a lot of flirting going on with Claire's mom and Jake's dad. And I was like, hmm, interesting. But then they like played it in a way that I was like, it didn't click like when she was out till so late. I was like, didn't think it was him. So
1: I sussed it out. Not at all. And so so basically the person that Claire's mom is sleeping with is Jake's father. Mm hmm. And when that reveal happened, I went, oh, so I did not suss it out. I Mm -hmm. legitimately gasped in a good way. I was like, oh, this is good drama. This is the kind of drama you like. Mm -hmm. Don't tell Katie because she hates drama. She doesn't want to Oh, she hates drama. All this woman. But I love this drama. And Claire was taken aback, but Jake played it pretty cool. He was like, sounds good to me. Mm -hmm. But do you think that. Obviously, Jake's dad and Claire's Mrs. Grimes Beach knows that they're interested in each other, these two ch- the kids. They seem not to know at all. No, because the dad totally knew because he was like she she was on the phone with Allie saying something about how hunky he was. And he was like, mm-hmm. you know, he's right in there if you want to say hi. Like right at the beginning uh, of the episode. Okay. So the dad definitely heard something. Mm-hmm hunky hunky boys
0: oh hunky
1: anyway so that's where we're at we got mrs Graham's beach and mr
0: martin jake's dad
1: mr martin
0: is his name mr martin yeah he's jake martin
1: jake martin i wonder if he's related to donna martin
0: The, the donna i was talking about i know i know i know the one and only
1: it all come it's all coming back all coming back to
0: me now you know, what's the city that 90210 takes place
1: in? It takes place in Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills 90210.
0: And what does uh, Beverly start with? Oh, it starts with a Bee Bee story. story. Where are we going with this? I originally thought this was David Alley, but I can go either way. Let's go David Alley. Okay. Totally into it. Um. So it's the first movie night of the semester. This semester that the longest. Oh semester. my god! I just the am so confused. <laughs> does
1: end. It just goes on and on. Lamb chop.
0: They came back from spring break, and the semester is going to go on for another ten years. <laughs> and- A long
1: semester. <laughs> There's reason to believe. <laughs>
0: Maybe this spring will be better than the last.
1: Maybe this spring will be better than the last. We've got Dave and Ellie, Claire and Jake, and maybe Holly J's getting a kidney. (laughs) Fiona and Charlie, Charlie's cheeks are really tight. And of course... Who's another character? Eli
0: is pretty sad. So it's the first movie night of the semester and Dave and Ali are working together and they're like hanging out like old friends again. Like they they enjoy each other's company. Um, They got a good they got some they got I've these two actors have undeniable chemistry. They do. They do. And so uh, they decide to go out for wings, which means going to the dot because apparently there's nowhere else to go. Um, and... Oh, no. You go. You can Yeah, going. yeah, yeah. So, I th- Then it comes up. Allie's like, oh, is, is Sadie gonna care about it? And Dave's like, no, she's cool. Like, she doesn't get jealous of these things. Yeah. Um, so Dave is out with Sadie and they're also at the dot the day before. And she's like, oh, it's couples night tomorrow and all-you-can-eat fondue. Do you want to come? And he's afraid to tell her that he's going out with Allie so he says that he has plans with Adam instead Yeah,
1: and then they go to the dot
0: yeah it's like Where I was just like what <laughs> why
1: if you're trying to be secretive at all why
0: are you here the wrong place
1: Oh, my God. And he tells Adam and Adam's like, dude, you got feelings for this girl. And she's like he and and he says, uh, yeah, I do. I do. I, but I also like Sadie. And basically, it's like this whole thing about like, I don't I would rather be with Allie. But if I don't know if Allie's totally really into it. So I guess I'll keep Sadie, which is total dick move. Such a dick move.
0: Um. um And so then they're setting up for the movie night and you can tell Sadie feels like something's off.
1: Can we just talk really quickly? So Mm -hmm. about the dot Allie and Dave at the dot, they do this bit. Mm -hmm. where like,
0: I hate this. This is one. This is the thing I hate. Well, this was the setting up for the movie was before they go to the dot. Then you go yeah that's it that's all i had to say was that like you could tell that sadie felt like something was up like she didn't she seemed off about it
1: oh yes okay i see what you're saying Mm -hmm. i'm sorry i thought i'm sorry no it's
0: okay it's okay so So then yeah the
1: dot then they like have the dot and they do this bit which i hate in anything where it's like this chick is so cool man she eats so much food Oh. and like they have this whole thing about like she's like i could eat 30 more wings you could eat me under the table you're so cool I'm like I hate that it's so fucking stupid like I hate any times like just she's like one of the dudes it's like yeah no, that's the cool girl she doesn't need Bullshit. to eat 90 wings eat yeah. and eat a normal amount you
0: can if you really if you if that's what you want awesome my no favorite worries. my favorite but take don't on make that it like a, yeah. my favorite take on that is on Abbott Elementary when Janine goes out to the oh, barbecue so she's eating ribs <laughs> on our date and she it's just the covered opposite. in barbecue yeah, i love
1: that that's so funny i love that.
0: <laughs> i think about that's that all show. the time
1: <laughs> so, and they bring it up again
0: like after yeah yeah it's very funny what is the but name just, of that restaurant it has like a really funny name too i don't
1: i will not remember okay. to save my life but that yeah. whole i just bumped on that immediately i was like oh god it's like manic pixie dream grill but food mm-hmm. version <laughs> like yeah she can eat she can eat me under the table and he says that later i'm like fucking cares i mean good if that's what you want to do i'm not saying like if you like all that food but all right just one of the guys kind of bullshit i hate that yeah that's you don't need
0: to i
1: don't know so who catches them at the dot though oh marisol
0: oh yeah she's just there by herself
1: yeah she's like ooh what's going on over here clandestine meeting she doesn't say that but that's what she means she's like secret safe with me and they're like we're
0: just friends meanwhile there's a little bone town is the name of the restaurant that's
1: hilarious that's (laughs) fucking that is so funny that show is so funny
0: that's almost an easter egg like I don't think I ever knew that and that's so so funny it's called bone town the the name is just (laughs) because she was like (laughs) oh do you want to go to bone town (laughs) Name, I mean, maybe someone would name the restaurant that actually. <laughs> yeah. So I would
1: name a restaurant that for sure.
0: So then, like at movie night, Dave is sitting with Sadie, but he's like looking at Allie, and Sadie's so... like, knows that something's up. And Dave had this conversation with Casey because, God, Casey is an idiot. Like, <laughs> I guess he's hooking up with Marisol and thinks it's okay. I don't think he is hooking up. He with her. said he said something to either Drew or, K- or Dave that implied that, like, that might have been happening. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't remember exactly what well, he, he said. Well, he did say, like, I like both Jenna yeah.
1: and Marisol. Yeah. Oh, I didn't put that together. Wow.
0: I don't know for a fact if that's true. Someone can correct me. You're allowed to. <laughs> this one. But there was something Actually. in the, there was something in the way that it was presented where I was like, something's already happened, hasn't it? Like, I feel like it's not as innocent as uh, he was trying to pretend it was. Well, at um, one point
1: they were in the position of like that old standard of her back against the lockers and his arm above yeah, her, like leaning yeah. into her. So there was there is a Something's little Marisol KC, Yeah, K C Casey, Casey Saul. That's what their name would be. Casey, Casey Saul. <laughs> Mary Maris.
0: So Dave decides to tell Sadie. I mean, essentially, he's like breaking up with her. Like, I don't know what he thought was going to come of this conversation
1: well doesn't she try to like kiss him and he's like and then looks at her or am I thinking of something else
0: I don't think that happened
1: okay he just she just saw him looking at her
0: yeah okay yeah
1: and then she and then he she was like and then he said yeah I'm sorry yeah and she is pissed deservedly so fuck him mm-hmm. he's an asshole and then she was like she was like, he was like well I'm honest I'm be- being like an honest guy and tell aren't I great and she's like fuck you she dumps popcorn all over his head which was totally warranted
0: mm-hmm. this guy was like
1: not in the right
0: no no he should have just broken up with her if he really liked Allie I don't know that just feels so shitty It's he was so shitty to Sadie because she's tall and <laughs> he's so shitty to her because Allie he so might lucky. be interested in him
1: he was very lucky to have Sadie.
0: Uh, so then
1: all of it happens. And then it's Dave and Allie. And and Dave's like, you know, I kind of think I like this other girl. And she's like, well, what? and they do this sort of like dance mm-hmm. around it. And she's mm-hmm. like, well, what's she like? And he's like, mm-hmm. well, you know, I tried with her once before and I got really rejected. And she's like, well, you know, I don't think that'll happen this time. It was pretty cute. They have yeah. chemistry. No yeah. doubt. Yeah. Yeah i prefer that couple to sadie and dave i just wish dave wasn't such a dickhead about it
0: same exactly yeah
1: Yeah. so i'm excited we got a new couple
0: yeah so we'll see what happens there sound the alarm boop 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 new couple (laughs) alert new couple alert
1: new couple alert
0: jake and claire dave and Allie. yeah we've got two who knows what's gonna happen with casey new couple that's
1: that's a new segment we sound the alarm and we go new couple alert new couple alert (laughs) oh my god oh my god a long episode could you get the C story rich could you think you could get that for me
0: yeah so it's drew's first day back after like what a month like i don't know how long this semester is or maybe it was a week or like two dates we have no idea um <laughs> it seems like he'd
1: been gone for a time
0: yeah he's it's very fir- jumpy it's his first day back he's still very bruised he's got like a bruise on his face and on his side yeah, um make, making one think it couldn't have been that long yeah but he's he's like okay i'm back i'm in for intramural dodgeball
1: yeah. And then he has uh, what is the rage called? Uh, sudden. sudden rage. He has sudden rage and he pushes Casey because mm-hmm. Casey's like, dude, what's everyone's like Marisol's like, aren't you so scared? Those guys beat the shit out of you. And honestly I was like, I would be scared. I feel like you're like in trouble. They're going to like come for you. It's like mm-hmm. witness protection program kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's scary. So I get it. You try it. to
1: put this guy in jail. I get it. Um, and then so then he tells his mom he wants to move.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She's like, We can't just move, we have jobs, and it's like hard. And then there's the next scene the mom's like, Oh, guess what? Your dad's gonna get transferred to Boston, and we're gonna leave and move. And Adam's like, What? It's like, I, I like don't it here. I want to move. <laughs> it's like, I like it here. I have friends here. And of course, the mom is like,
0: Oh, Adam.
1: Mm -hmm. I don't care what you think.
0: We'll just move. It's no big deal just to completely uproot our lives and move to another country. Adam's like, I got a radio show.
1: And then they have a scene where Drew is wistfully watching him on the
0: radio show. Yeah, because he loves it so much. (laughs) That was pretty cute. (laughs)
1: Um, I like Drew when it relates to Adam. Yeah. Although he did say some pretty shitty things to Adam at one point. Yeah. By the locker.
0: Yeah. He, um... I think with the sudden rage thing, what I wrote down is that I think that what Adam did was he Googled sudden rage and came up with PTSD from that. Possibly. <laughs> sudden... I wrote down, I Googled sudden rage. <laughs> there is no
1: way that there's not a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie named sudden rage. Oh, definitely. definitely. Like there, or like Steven Seagal. one of those nineties action yes. movies. It has to be called sudden rage. Um, So he does say some shitty things to Adam, we should say, at Mm -hmm. the locker, which we did say, but I'm saying it again to reiterate. He says some shitty things to Adam at the locker. But I think part of him is sort of realizing moving might not be the best idea. I've got friends here. Casey's my friend. When he
0: apologizes to Casey...
1: But then and they play dodgeball again, but he has an outburst because he sees Dave's dad. The
0: yeah, and he's convinced if Dave's dad is there, then it has to be for a reason.
1: That's when he grabs him by the arms. and He goes, tell you, tell me what you know. And the dad's like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? I do think the re- rest of everybody is downplaying this a little bit. He was beat up. I guess it's like kid shit, though. People, kids get beat up, but it yeah. also feels like not kid shit because it's like someone died. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like. There's where always is that... Bianca in all of this? They couldn't pay her for these episodes. I know. There's always that like threat when
1: you're in high school. Someone knows someone and you did something and they're going to come and
0: beat you. Up. Mm-hmm. Like that
1: happens. But like this is a whole I other know. level. I feel like it is, but maybe it's not. He's so tired of being scared. Yeah. And
0: Audra oh. Torres is like you know, we can get you a therapist. And he's like, no, it just, just does not. He's, he's fine. He doesn't need that. I hear what you're saying, but I guess it is
1: hard to, to, to force that issue. Yeah, right? no, it is. Um, like you can't make someone go as much as you want, because if you make, if you force it on them, they're not going to take it seriously. Yeah. They kind of have to come to it on their
0: own, but I do but when that. it's a kid, I think it's like you have to find a way to convince them and, that this is. And I'm also surprised that as part of like the whole situation, he wasn't required to go see a therapist same. or anything. Um I same. would think that this would warrant that. I would too. <clears throat> so he's excited to become a Boston Bruins fan. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah <laughs> he is. He goes to the uh, So then KC suggests maybe you get a distraction. He's yeah. Like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? I already have a lady. Like, No, a girl. Blah, blah, blah. So Jesse. Jess? Mm-hmm. Jess. Jess. Who we've never seen before. Never seen before. And he takes her to movie night. And then while they're at movie night, he sees a hooded figure. Oh, yeah. And he gets scared. gets scared. But rather than rather what I would I would I was scared was scared run, fucking run.
0: Or stay in the crowd with all these other people. He, he, he follows, follows the him. Figure.
1: Who just happens to be like a guy from the rugby team? Do we know this guy?
0: No. Okay. I don't think and, so.
1: And he is a guy on the rugby team. And then Owen shows up and they have what we thought both of us thought was a fight club initially, Mm -hmm. but it turns out it's like an MMA sparring session Mm -hmm. and they're doing MMA stuff and they don't really hit each other. They do all sorts of like swoosh, 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 wash, wash, wash moves and get Mm -hmm. you down on the ground. I got my fingers under your nose and you can't move hmm that's what i call that one it's it's called the fingers under your nose so you can't move classic mma it was a
0: very classic move classics
1: mixed martial arts this is also like they're like how do you know about this stuff and he's like well i did krav maga but also i just watch ufc and it's like yeah. that's not
0: that's not good that's, you're not doing anything yeah um, ufc always looks very dangerous whenever yeah, i happen to be somewhere that it's very on. dangerous those people train yeah, that's very why, hard. That's why Drew calls it a sports thing doing the sports thing, mom.
1: It's like backyard wrestling. So he drew's like, hey, could I try? And he turns out to be kind of a natural at the whole thing. And he's very good. He almost he almost to submits Owen to no surprise because Owen's a friggin jerk. And um and he's into it and he's feeling really good about himself. And he so he goes home to his mom and he's like, mom is dad still going to transfer to Boston? <laughs> and she's like, maybe. Yeah, I think so. And he's like, well, I'm thinking maybe I don't want to do that anymore. And Mrs. Torres goes, is this about your brother? And I was like, <laughs> fuck you.
0: That is how she says it. So exactly Literally like, like,
1: Oh, don't worry about him. He's a, such a drama king. Like, fuck you, dude. Like, that's also your son. Mm-hmm. You don't take into account at all that he struggled so much and finally is now in a place where he belongs and feels welcome and, and is like having a nice life and you're just mm-hmm. like, ah, eh, this kid needs it more. I'm at let's get out of here. It's terrible. Dude, I don't think they meant for that to be like that. But this was Coach Anderson Armstrong and the dildo levels of not mm-hmm. reading the room. No. To me. Yeah. And so he's like, I think I want to stay. I would like to stay at Degrassi. And she's like, great. Your dad's going to flip. And I'm like, Who?
0: And she literally says, your dad's going to flip. And I go, what? Who is this guy? Who is this dad? He's not. There's no actor for him. So <laughs> we we just just hear about him. I wish they hired the actor who plays Mr. Del Rossi to
1: be like, not just like a cool, like a cool
0: dad. They bring Jeff Isaacs back. Oh,
1: that would be the best. It was
0: big. Goal. I was just like,
1: he's going to flip. He's good. I mean, yeah, I guess like you're asking him. He asks for a, all in the span of like two days. He asks for a transfer to Boston. And then they're like, nah, second thought, we're not going to do that without consulting the other son or
0: even this son. Nope. Just we're going to move to Boston. It's fine. These are awful parents. So then um, Drew puts on some UFC videos and he starts practicing and he punches a hole in the wall.
1: I was like, that's not how this works. (laughs) You don't just suddenly become so strong to punch a hole in the wall because you watched four minutes of UFC. I
0: mean, it's the technique. To be fair, it's like a, a support pole. Like I'm just, maybe the drywall's not very strong. True. So.
1: but I don't like so. it. this it this is very comic comical to me. Yeah. Comical? Comic. Comical. comical. Comical? Is comical a word? Comedic? Funny. This is all very funny. Yeah, I think that's the better way to put it. It's, it's very just funny to be <laughs> punch. It's like, oh man, I, I, I learned to go like this. Boom, bop, boop, and I'm already so strong I'm mm. punching holes in walls. <laughs> No training necessary. Look at me. Uh. (laughs) I mean, the only thing you can say is like, Drew is athletic and we know that he's good at Mm -hmm. sports and he plays sports. So it stands to reason that if he put in some work.
0: I also like that this is a lot of shirtless men in this episode, but like when he's doing the UFC practice, he like takes off his shirt and then he has this like giant bandage around his (laughs) midsection for a bruise, which I'm like, you wouldn't normally... Well, maybe he has he a has crack, crack ribs. He has a yeah, rape. maybe. But it's just very strange. It's like around his stomach. <laughs> shit
1: is so funny. Degrassi's
0: the best. Oh, my God. I love it. Uh, Punching that hole in the wall. So now yeah, that's our episode. Paw, 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 pow, 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 pow. So, Rach, what do you think? Does it or doesn't it? It does not. Does not. I'm
1: in agreement. I'm totally mm-hmm. in full agreement. It does not go there.
0: It, there is no going there of any sort in this episode. Maybe Claire's mom having sex.
1: <laughs> Four <laughs> o'clock in the morning is so yeah, late.
0: Like it's so late. Like I'm
1: just stay out at this point.
0: I, you know, we used to stay out that late easily.
1: But oh like, yeah, when we were like didn't have kids and we were in our twenties.
0: Yeah, but like and this 30s. lady has a teenager.
1: I stayed out that late. We said I stayed out that late all the fucking time, like four nights a week. I was out mm-hmm. that late. God bless me. I was fucking. I was really a king in, in my time.
0: <laughs> all right, Pat. Yeah, pal. Um, out of all of your DeGrassians, who are you gonna invite to movie night? Um. So here's the thing. <laughs> 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 all right i'm gonna get it get settled in for my five minute speech now
1: <laughs> claire and jake whatever i'm not into it it's fine mm-hmm. neither of them and then um then we move on and it's like dave or ally and dave stinks yeah ally's fine but she's not that's not about her she's so not I'm, really about her so then i'm thinking drew i don't care about drew really let's be fair And so I'm thinking I'm going to use this as an opportunity to pour one out for Sadie, who I think we're not going to see probably much more. Mm. Maybe we do. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But this feels like they they told the Sadie story and
0: and I appreciate her also doing something about that.
1: I thought she was totally in the right. She was like, fuck this guy. Mm -hmm. I'm great. And Mm -hmm. this guy's like looking around. Who does he think he is? So I'm giving it up to Sadie. Uh, you know, this is probably our only opportunity to ever do that. So, my MVD, my most valuable degrassian of this week, is going to be uh, Sadie. I don't know what her last name is.
0: Sadie Jones. McSaderson.
1: Sadie Jones. Sadie Driscoll. That's my name. <laughs> She's my sister. She's my sister, Sadie. My sister, sister, Sam. Sadie. Oh, remember my sister, Sam, that show, and the woman was murdered by her boyfriend? No. Look up Google My Sister Sam. Okay. It was a sitcom. Pam Dauber and then the woman who played the the lead was fucking brutally murdered by her boyfriend. Like I think while the show was on.
0: Wow. It looks Truth so like 80s and peppy.
1: It is. Very 80s. It was very 80s and peppy. But, you know. My Sister Sam. What do you got, Rach? Who was your most valuable Degrassi
0: um, mine was Liam. <laughs> I got such a kick out of Liam. <laughs> I love
1: that big time characters had things to do in both in this both of these episodes, and we both went what? with like no. tossaways. <laughs> well, you wanted one to, really to get down a bunch
0: such a funny one-off character to me that I was just like perfect. I was like, "Who is so lusty for rock documentary <laughs> He looks at right. Was a fuck rock doc. That guy with his blazer and his headphones around, He's fucking his neck. beating
1: it to fucking running down a dream. The Tom Petty story, <laughs> <laughs> About, directed by Peter Bogdanovich. Oh my god, Rage! If you could watch one rock doc with with Liam. <laughs>
0: Oh, well, you know which one I've never seen and I've wanted to see cuz it's hard Ooh. to find is Cocksucker Blues.
1: Yeah, you got to do it. One. I got to do it. Find it. We'll we'll I'll find it and we'll get Liam to yeah. do a watch along with
0: us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Ah, so mm. we have someone to welcome into the room. Just one person.
1: Okay, hold on a second.
0: Oh Rachel it is
1: so good to see you somebody told me that you said that that <laughs> you hated me I don't Somebody told you, me that Double you Roxy. said in the in a Patreon Zoom session that you hate me. I can't even, I think you must have been having an <laughs> opposite day. That's the only way I can understand you were doing an opposite day. And really when you said the hate of your mental love. That is the only I love way opposite day. You were saying this is the opposite day. I didn't hear that. I only can understand you said the hate and the your mental love. Because I hate you, Rachel. But this is the opposite day. <laughs> Because I love you, Rachel. You are my best friend. I love you. Oh, Uh, so good good to see you. So happy to be back. It has been one week since you looked at me. Oh, you know what? That was the thing. This was the thing. Remember early in the episode, the Panther said that he remembered the lyrics to the Kokomo song that he wanted to do, mm-hmm. the Ron DeSantis a Kokomo song. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a Ron DeSantis a Kokomo song.
0: Mm.
1: He was a mad that he didn't because he had said it would have been funny. He said that um, they replaced the bare naked ladies, the guy with a madraskiba. Do you remember that he yes, said that as yes. a joke? Mm-hmm. And then he wanted to say, it's been a one a week since you drank my blood. That is what he wanted (laughs) to say as a Matt Skiba.
0: That's a good one. I like that one. And he
1: thought about it. He missed the opportunity to say it. Because a Matt Skiba sings about the blood that I drink and the blood and all of that. Okay. He does. He does. It's true. I can't wait to have a new friend to see and talk to every day. So tell me
0: who it is. It is Rebecca.
1: Rebecca oh my goodness it is so happy to have a Rebecca Rebecca is one of the great you read the book Rebecca in a freshman year of high school Oh it yes
0: it is a, it it's is a, a scary book.
1: book it is a scary book and then they make the movie version of it directed by Alfred Hitchcock mm-hmm. Oh what a great movie that is it's one of the best picture i believe in like a 1940 Rebecca wow. it is so happy to have Rebecca Becky Bex uh those are really the only things I can think of right now. Rebecca, Reba. Reba. Oh, Reba's a good one or two. Or mm-hmm. maybe, and this is the thing about the room, Rebecca. You can be called any of those things. Or if you want to, you could be called uh, Joan. It doesn't matter. You do whatever you want. I don't mm-hmm. care. It's up to you. This is your life. Whatever this is name your works room. for you. We are so happy to have you. You're helping to keep the lights on. You're helping to keep the computers on. You're helping to keep... Pat got a new, a brand new light bulb today. Literally. Oh, right, Rachel? Oh, look, look at There's that. Look at that. It's a light. Keeping the lights on. Come Keeping on. Keeping the lights this on. Thing. All the Patreon. Oh, get in here. Have some scoongeel. Have some fusil. Have whatever <laughs> you need to have. It, this is so good. You can have a, some salam or some pizza, some mm-hmm. pepperoni. Or some Negrone. That's a drink, a Negroni. I feel like that's Mm. Italian. Negrone. I feel like that's Italian. You say, oh, I'm going to Negrone because I don't like this (laughs) drink. Only leave you say it that way. It's going to make me Negrone because I don't like it because I groan, right? (laughs) Well, you do what you like. Rebecca, we are so happy to have you. We are so happy to see you. We are so happy to have you in our lives once and for all. We've been waiting for you, and we knew you were coming it was only a matter of time, and here you are, and I hate you. It's opposite day. I, <laughs> that means I love you. Opposite day means I me, what I say is not what I mean. I mean the opposite. So mm-hmm. now I'm going to go back to regular day. We love you. Thank you so much. I'm going to go. It's time for me to go back into my closet and stay there until next time.
0: All right. Thank goodbye, you. Mr. Del Rossi. I was in such a good mood today. Seriously. He was
1: pretty good, Mr. Del Rossi. I'm still waiting for that to get me canceled. It's gonna happen.
0: <laughs> not yet.
1: No, not yet. And we don't have One enough day. to listen to this show to ever really truly cancel me, but
0: <laughs> you could <can> try.
1: <laughs> See what, what happens. I'm doing that Italian voice again. Oh uh, well, we did it, Rachel. That was a marathon.
0: Yeah, mostly about Taylor Swift, I think. <laughs> but short...
1: Sure. I think more about the state of the in, the music in, industry. Yeah, yeah, is what we were really getting on about for so yeah. for so long. But a lot of salient points, I think. I think yeah, yeah, really we had a lot to the, say. It's going to be really interesting for the people who come to want
0: to hear us talk to now. hear the beginning of the podcast Too and not the latter part of the podcast. Yeah, well, those time stamps are in there, guys. <laughs> time stands still. Anyway, all right. So, good night that's it we're out yeah oh i guess we have to say our things you know follow us at dean Podcast on instagram we should just
1: record this and put it and just (laughs) fucking
0: drag it into the episode every time (laughs) um we're on patreon at uh patreon.com slash deep um that's what helps keep the show going thank you everyone for all of your support there Join um, Rebecca
1: and get on the train. She's, yeah. I think she's going to like it. If you love likes...
0: us talking for 45 minutes about Not Degrassi, maybe consider leaving like a five-star review on Please. Apple Podcasts. And if you
1: hate us talking about Not Degrassi for 45 minutes, don't leave us a review. <laughs> or just still leave us a five-star review. Put five stars in and then say that you hate that. Because I think the only thing that matters is if you put the stars in. So put the five stars in and then say whatever you want
0: um say the the stuff you want to say we've got the dope monkeys and broomheads facebook group
1: yes we do
0: we have to figure out the discord that is uh, i know i meant to talk to marissa Marissa, i'm I'm so sorry
1: i meant to to talk to you about it and then i totally forgot because we were on about so many things
0: Ah, we will shortly have a discord So and we hope you guys
1: are having it. We hope you guys have a nice week.
0: Yeah. Send us an email. Every episode, ver at gmail.com. We may or may not respond, but we, we I hope, them all.
1: I hope nobody dies in the time we record this till the time we record the next one. I mean, people will certainly die because people die every day, yes. but you know, famous people are more important. So we hope that no famous, important. famous people. <laughs>
0: well, die. if they're on a plane, they're probably going to live unless it's buddy, Holly. <clears throat> So good night
1: and grilled cheese definitely
0: and grilled cheese definitely
1: all right we came in under 11 p.m
0: yeah oh,
1: that's not so good it's okay it's okay no say it no say it keep this in and then say it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah there you go now we got the whole thing going <laughs>